Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. All right, yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Debbie Phillips. Debbie Phillips is the inspiring founder of Women on Fire and a pioneer in the field of executive and life coaching. She is known for her work in transforming women's lives. Her gift is her ability to see and nurture the strengths, gifts, and talents of the women she works with. She is also an author, speaker, and film producer. Her credits include the award-winning book series, Women on Fire, 20 Inspiring Women Share Their Life Secrets and Save You Years of Struggle, Volumes 1 and 2. Women of the World, Miss Debbie Phillips. Welcome to the show. Hi, Marie. And you know, it's always a joy for me when I meet another woman on fire, which you are. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I'm sure our listeners are excited to be hearing from, for, from you today. So thank you. And I'm honored to have you on our show. Now, Debbie, I really like what you're doing with Women on Fire. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about, but feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Perfect. So let's start with your business. There might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about them. Tell us a little bit more about you and your business and the idea behind that niche. Well, Women on Fire brings together women of all ages to share what they're on fire about as well as what they're struggling with or what they're afraid of. And I think that's what makes this a a little bit of a different business in that um, usually if you're getting together with a group of men, you're usually not talking about what you're struggling with or what you're scared of. So the reason that I even began to do this is that I had a career. I was a newspaper reporter. Later, I worked on a presidential campaign. And then I was a press secretary to a governor. As well as later on, I ran a television production company. And during all those jobs, I was very young in my experience. And I always wanted a group of women, like a group of wise women, to rely on for inspiration, for strategies, for support. So what ended up and happened is I created what I needed by offering inspiration, strategies, and support to women, and I turned that into my profession. Wow, that's exactly what today's leading women is as well. A group mm-hmm. of people, a group of women supporting each other and inspiring each other. Thank you for sharing that one. I really yeah. like what you're saying and I'm sure that goes extremely well with our listeners. But let me ask you a question. What was the defining moment that you saw mm-hmm. the light and made you say, this is my business? Mm-hmm. That is such a good question. 
I, I really think the defining moment was when I felt isolated. So I went through a period of time where it felt like I was the only one going through a divorce. At the same time, I was also grieving the loss of some loved ones who had died. And I also, in this period, I had confusion about, well, what is my purpose in life? And then I began, slowly as I began to come out of this, I noticed that my coaching clients, who are mostly all successful women, I noticed they felt isolated too. So even though they had a lot going on in their lives, there was something about their hearts. They were just, they were alone. And so I just knew it didn't have to be that way. And so I think that was a defining moment, isolation and knowing, wait a minute, it will feel so much different if I'm not isolated. And I will say this, you know, during this time, even though I was struggling with a lot of things, I have had this same best friend for 30 years. And I just couldn't have gotten through it without a best friend. I know a lot of women don't have a best friend or don't have women they could confide in. So that was all the more impetus for me to start something where women could come together in a really positive way, be very authentic and supportive of each other. And voila, it launched into a business. Wow, what you've just shared was so profound and I like the idea of having women come together and support each other because you're right, I mean, men are not really, I mean, if you compare men and women, we, we women, we just, we want to do, we want to support, we want to feel of being together with other women. Unlike men, they can just, they, we don't, they don't have that kind of, like, we have that, that, that sense of togetherness when we are with other women. Um, exactly. They are more like they can do it themselves or in mm -hmm. their own world. But for us right. women, it's so important. Right, right. And, you know, we often say, you know, for men, and this is, you know, there, I'm sure there's wonderful men listening to this, you know, men heal alone and women heal in community. And so we need each other. We need that support around ourselves um, in a different way. Absolutely. I'm to I totally resonate with you with that one. I totally agree with what, with what you said. Now let's talk about the vision that you drove you to succeed. Our listeners really want to know what was your initial vision for your business that mm -hmm. continues to make you drive towards mm -hmm. success day in and day out? Mm -hmm. Well, it is really important to have a compelling vision, no matter what you're doing, having a very clear one-sentence vision. And so my vision, and it was this from the beginning, I wanted to bring women together so they feel empowered and connected to who they are. So no matter whether it is a woman, and we have this, Women on Fire is very intergenerational. We have young women, we have like little girls who are like eight years old whose moms are involved and they're like, I'm a woman on fire too, or I'm a girl on fire, which I love. Um, to women in their 90s. We have every age range and we have every kind of, we can have a woman who is a corporate executive, a woman who is an entrepreneur, a woman who's a stay-at-home mom. Each of us has so much to learn with each other. And the bottom line is this, you know, for our visions, we all dream of like a better world for women and girls. We want to make a difference in the world with our gifts, strengths, and talents. We want to raise healthy and happy families. We want to be a good partner. We want to be a good daughter, mother, sister, friend. So having a vision, we know that, that those things are all behind what women want. But what is your specific vision? And it's important to develop one for yourself, a very compelling vision. Absolutely. And for our listeners who 
probably who who don't who, those who have no vision yet. But that's okay because the vision is not something that you come up with just one day. So for you right. listeners out there who don't have one, don't don't worry. It will it will evolve with you. But it's important, like what Debbie said, to have one. Try to uh, carve out one, and then as you evolve change as as it evolves with you so thank you for sharing that compelling vision of yours i mean bringing people bringing women together so that they feel empowered and supported and have a network that is a very worthy vision and i can see myself in that group so thank you for sharing that that is so helpful well you're welcome and maria i have to ask you if you had just one line that was a vision for starting this amazing podcast what would that vision be my vision is to reach women all over the world and share them inspiration and give them um, takeaways. Because for myself, I am my my own avatar. I, I, you know, I have this vision in my mind that, whoa! If we can just have women in one, women entrepreneurs in one place, hear their stories, hear their journeys. Because if I can inspire someone, because they, you guys, are inspired me to take the the slip of faith that we call. And if I could do that one to someone else's lives, then I said, oh wow! I made my difference. So I see myself. My vision is to touch as many lives, as women's lives, as much as possible throughout the world. I mean, I, I came from multicultural background and I see myself from one corner of this world to, to the other corner of the world, inspiring women to take their leap, whatever that one is, whatever to reach whatever they want to reach in their life, to see that potential in them that they too can, can be like you guys, like these women who are really making things happen. So mm-hmm. that is, oh, that was a long uh, one-liner. <laughs> oh no, that's perfect. You have a gorgeous vision. That's perfect and you're doing it. So how fabulous is that? And the world needs you, uh, Marie. So this is very inspiring. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned vision into a reality. You know, mm-hmm. women entrepreneurs these days are extremely <laughs> organized, more so than, than their counterparts, you know. <laughs> so, I'm only laughing because if only I was prepared, if only there was a manual, but there wasn't. So I, I think the best preparation Um, that I had really was the clarity of my vision. You know, it came right out of my soul. And I was thinking about like, where did that come from? And for for women who are listening, I think it does often come from, from your childhood. And you know, my mother had five little kids. She had no financial means. She had a very loving heart and zero support. You know, she did it all, and I'm I'm sure that there's a wound in there for me. You know that that I watched my mother struggle so much, and I knew growing up I wanted to make life better and easier for women, and I saw my mother would be happier. You know, when she on the rare occasion when she could connect with other women. So I'm sure that was the seed of of my uh, vision, and that's how I just think I always prepared. I always read every biography I ever could of a woman. I always paid attention to what what made women happy, what made women less fearful. So I think the preparation was really always just following my interest in women, because I didn't even think in my head like, oh, I know I want to work with women. Um, when I was growing up or I was in my college or in my 20 or 20s and 30s. It just ended up, I was always kind of pointing that way and always kind of preparing because I followed my interests that had to do with, with women having better lives. 
Now let's talk about what have been your biggest challenges uh, mm-hmm. when you were building Women on Far, mm-hmm. and well, how did you overcome those barriers mm-hmm. to success? Well, I think the biggest challenge um, was in trying to help women understand what was available to them through Women on Fire. And, you know, Women on Fire and many other, um, uh, you know, it is very, you know, it's different. And, you know, where in the world can you go to make your dreams come true and receive inspiration and support? We now have your show here. So that's, you know, that's a place, Marie, where where people can get that. But the challenge really was, it was very similar to the coaching profession. Um, you know, I became involved in the coaching profession 20 years ago. No one ever heard of it. So when, when, when I was trying to build a business around it, it was like, what? You know, they never heard of it. Now everyone has at least heard of life or executive coaching. Even if they don't know the details of it, they've at least heard of it. And I think that's been a very similar challenge for Women on Fire. So the more we have women experience what it feels like to be in a supportive environment with non-judgmental women uh, from all walks of life and all ages, that's been what's been the turning point that's helped us grow so powerfully. But but that was a challenge at the beginning because it was like, well, what is Women on Fire? And of course, still to this day, um, you know, that that is a question I answer almost every day. Absolutely. I totally resonate with you in, in that sense. And uh, you're right. It, it, sometimes when we ha- we put out this concept out there, and especially with I'm sure with the women on fire, because maybe a lot of people are like, "What what is women? Am mm-hmm. I a, am I a woman on fire? How can I be a woman on right. fire?" Right, and you know that's such a g- great observation because we also have women saying, "Oh, I'm going to join as soon as I'm a woman on fire," and we're like, "No, no, no, that's the idea." come into the circle where some women are on fire, some women are not on, we say some women are burned crispy, you know, they're not on fire at all. And everything in the middle, because when we join forces together, that's when we can all be on fire. So you don't have to wait. You're a woman on fire now if you just have this little tiny, and I always say to people, I've never met a woman yet who doesn't have a spark somewhere inside of her that just needs to be, you know, ignited. Right, I think that's what we want to cre- uh, create awareness to for other women out there because they have in there, it's inside them. We just have it's waiting to be unraveled. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> now, okay, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about how you maintain mental f- fitness and focus. You know, being a business owner such as myself, motivation plays a key factor day in and day out, and motivation could mean many things to many people in the business realm for example the ability to stay motivated is so crucial to overall success in life now the challenge with us entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create that work-life balance particularly if you have a family so my question for you would be how do you look upon your business women on fire as a means to balance your life after work or do you carry work through your life Well, I do carry work through my life, and obviously, you know, if if and especially in my role with women, work-life balance is the key. Um, so I do my very best to try to be a role model, and I think it's essential for women to have daily rituals, starting the day with a ritual to get yourself on track emotionally and physically. So every single morning, without fail, seven days a week, including the holidays. 
I have next to my bed. I, I don't get out of bed until I read some passage of something inspiring. So I have all these inspiring books. I happen to just love books. So I have them all by my bedside and I pull whichever one I feel, you know, inspired to read. I just open it up and I read an inspiring um, passage every day to mentally um, prepare me for the day so that I start the day in a, in a really positive um, way. But, you know, I, I struggle just like everyone everyone else to schedule things and so you know for instance today I actually scheduled a lunch this has been on my calendar for for two weeks I'm going to a cafe that I love and I'm going by myself my husband's out of town so I'm home alone and I've been so excited I, I'm just coming off of a major retreat women on fire retreat that we held and I knew that this week was my week to to do some really special things to take care of myself so I literally put it on my calendar that I'm going to go have lunch um, at this particular cafe. And that's what I recommend to women. Put it on your calendar. Put fun on your calendar. Put a massage on your calendar. Put self-care. Put a walk on your calendar. Um, these things are really, really essential for us to have any work-life balance. Um, when you know there's constant 24/7 communication, and my time, and I'm sure many others, and yours too, Marie, gets eaten up by email and um, and and every single you know social media that is calling for our attention. If we don't put the blocks of time for ourselves, they will evaporate. You are absolutely right with that one. So for our listeners li listening um, up there, I mean, it's really important what Debbie just shared with us, having daily rituals and to put things on, on your calendar. I mean, write them down, structure your day from the, way, the moment, the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. I agree with you. And that has been my principle to really script my day otherwise it, there are mm -hmm. so many distractions out there and you could easily mm -hmm. go out of, off track right exactly and i want to say just one more very quick thing um marie around that i was reading this so inspired me i happen to love bruce springsteen and he is, you know, he's 64 years old now, and he get, does three and four hour concerts, um, you know, dozens and dozens of them a year, very inspired. And he says the capacity to which you can operate effectively is in direct correlation to your conditioning. So every day I try to take a walk, and I, I think of that. I'm like, if Bruce Springsteen could be 64 and be dancing on a stage for four hours, and I know his secret, which is his exquisite conditioning of his body. So I think about that a lot too. I need to condition my body for the marathon that is being, an, you know, we're entrepreneurs and we're running a marathon. That is huge. I mean, thank you for sharing that one because you know what? It's really important to take care of our body, our physical body, because mm -hmm. our physical body and our mental body are so related to each other. And if mm -hmm. we are not fit, how can we have the energy to you know, work through our through our day and yes. build this business. You know, right. that is so crucial. So thank you for sharing that one. Thank you for touching on that subject. That is really important, especially for us entrepreneurs. So, or those who are working at home, especially we're sitting mm -hmm. in a computer the whole yep. day. All. <laughs> yep. really, that's really true. Now let's talk about your measure for success. Mm -hmm. Your business appears to be doing quite well, and with mm -hmm. that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, mm -hmm. we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. 
For example, I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving <laughs> forward. So my question would be, in your journey as an entrepreneur, what's your feelings about success? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Well, my main benchmark for success is this. Every single day, I ask myself, do I love what I'm doing? And so even though, of course, I pay attention to numbers and goals, especially goals in the business, and I revisit those goals um, at very key points, it's just a mere shadow. Those things are a mere shadow to the question, do I love um, what I'm doing? And it, I ask it multiple times during the day because I have a wonderful team. And if I don't love what I'm doing, I have to think like, do I, okay, no, I'm not liking what I'm doing right now. Can I delegate that to somebody who's much better at it? So throughout the day, I ask myself, do I love what I'm doing? I think you can tell by my voice, I love what I'm doing in the big picture. I love bringing women together. I love helping them find their gifts, strengths, and talents and sharing those with the world. So, But I check that to make sure that I do because if there's ever a day that I don't love that, then I will do something else. Absolutely. I could feel that enthusiasm in you. I could feel that passion in you. And I'm sure our listeners are as well. And that's the, that's the essence of it. I mean, do we love what we are doing? Because mm-hmm. up until, if you don't feel that way, I mean, this like what you said earlier, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And could you imagine day in and day out if you're not loving what you do? How is that for you? How is that going to work for you? Um, So I think it's really important to ask that question. And I love that question that you've shared about to to ask that one several times in the day, like, do I really love what I'm doing? And then those, you also mentioned about delegating those tasks that you're not maybe passionate about or you you can delegate to other people that you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, that that there are other people that may be better at it or they like doing that one better than you do. Right. (laughs) Totally agree. All right. So I, you sure have got some good things up your sleeve. So share our listeners, what are your plans for the future of Women on Fire? Well, my goal right now is to provide inspiration strategies and support. And I just have a number figure, which is 50,000 Women on Fire members because we have a monthly membership program. And I, I think if there are 50 you know, states with 1,000 members, and then we, we also have members in other countries, but in the United States, 1,000 members in each state. I think about, Marie, like how that would create like this silk fabric for women so they could be strong and beautiful and powerful and connected to each other. And it would launch so many dreams. Um, and so that's my magic number, 50,000 Women on Fire members. So that we're, everything in our company is geared toward moving toward that, that goal and that figure. That is so exciting, and I can see that. I mean, could you, like what you've said, 50,000 women on fire and 1,000 in 50 states. And could you imagine? I see it transcending beyond the United States. I see it right. going to seven continents of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We'll have to go to Antarctica and celebrate because I would love that. <laughs> yes. I mean, we, I remember I used to work on a cruise ship and we were in Antarctica for like a uh, month of travel. And yes, there are people there too. So we can go there as well. There are women there too. No? <laughs> yes, there are. Thank you. That would be fantastic. Uh, so awesome. Now, we are we have let's talk about the 
high one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice to other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be entrepreneurs you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience so mm-hmm. take it back to the past and say you're gonna start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or more variety or even just for making that first buck and you are looking at them saying there's more to it than that now what types of special suggestion or advice and lessons learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at but if you can give them like your top three advice that they can take action on today what would those three be okay well you're gonna be surprised at this marie I grew up saying the one thing I will never, ever, ever be as an entrepreneur. My father and mother were entrepreneurs and they really struggled and I was like, no, I'm just going to get a real job. And um, the hilarious thing is I ended up and I am such an entrepreneur and, um, and so what I would say to others who are listening is the number one most important thing is to do what you absolutely love and feel called to do. There was no job out there really that is in in a corporation or company that is what I do, um, that I know of. And so I had to become an entrepreneur. So just know the thing that you absolutely love, that you feel would help people, that you are called to do is the thing. And no one else is gonna do it and no one else Even if they are doing it, they're not going to do it like you're doing it. And don't argue with it. I have a lot of people who are like so clear what they should be doing and they argue kind of like I did early on. I was like, no, I'm not going to become an entrepreneur. I don't want to work by myself, Um, which I ended up and didn't because I have a whole team now. But don't argue with it. Just go do. Take one teeny tiny step. So I think that would be the piece of advice. If there's something you feel excited about, or if you already know what you love doing, just keep moving forward one teeny tiny step a day. I have been doing Women on Fire for 10 years, a little more than 10 years, and it feels like a startup. I'm still every day having to take steps forward every single day. But you know, when I look back, there is a ton of content, there are tons of women, there are tons of, of events, and there's lots of money made. So just know every step every day will matter. So I hope that's helpful. Oh, those are huge golden nights for our listeners to take on and take action on today, actually. So thank you for being so generous in sharing those uh, tips for them to yeah, to put them on a repertoire of uh, actions, actions that they can really, really say, okay, today I'm going to do what just Tabby said. And I'm sure our listeners really appreciate that. So thank you for sharing that. My now, pleasure. can you share our listeners one resource or a tool or an app that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business? Mm-hmm. There's one very important, cool app, and it's called Comfort Talk. It's by an amazing doctor named Dr. Elvira Lang. And so whenever you're in a situation where you're scared or you're nervous or you're fearful or, you know, you know, Maurice, how sometimes we just need to have our self-confidence built. 
you can listen to a brief hypnosis and it will soothe you and calm you. And I recommend it to everybody, men and women, so that they feel confident. They, Because as entrepreneurs, we're used to facing situations a lot of times that are like, uh-oh, you know, can I do this? Or, you know, this is scary to me. And going to Comfort Talk and just listening to a few-minute um, uh, hypnosis will clear the path for you to move forward. I love it. And even the name itself, Comfort Talk. I'm mm -hmm. sold. <laughs> I know. Isn't, isn't that great? I yeah. Know. I'm definitely going to check that one out. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend one book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Well, I think it's really important that every entrepreneur is able to share their story from their heart. And so a really important book um, that helped me in my own business to create the compelling vision um, is a book that I always recommend. It's my Bible. It's called Writing from the Heart, and it's by a woman named Nancy Arany. And what it does is it helps train you to share your truth from your heart, and it helps to take away the fear and the stigma from sharing our truth. So often, you know, the very thing that got us to becoming an entrepreneur, there's often a story behind it. And sometimes the story is a painful one that we're scared to tell or we think it's not appropriate to tell when that's the very story that will attract other people to our business. So Writing from the Heart by Nancy Arany will get you in shape and help you tell your story from your heart so that you can be a very successful entrepreneur. Wow, that is so true. I'm jumping in to get that book. I can't mm -hmm. wait to devour it. That is mm -hmm. awesome. I think you'll like it, Marie. It's yeah. really powerful. I am definitely going to get that and devour it for the weekend. All right, so Debbie, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I Aww. say, superheroine? Yes. <laughs> yes, we're superheroines. Yes, like, absolutely, because you've done this and you've done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges, so our listeners definitely relate. So, if you were a superhero or superheroine, for which to me you are, who do you want to be and why? Well, I'm going to tell you my superheroine that I want to be. You might not have heard of her, but you will in the future. I want to be Luang Ang. And here Luang Ang was a survivor of the Cambodian genocide as a little girl. And her mother, her father, her sisters, 20 relatives were killed. She has become, she lives in this country now, she actually lives in Cleveland, and she's become this beacon of hope in the world as an author, a speaker, a human rights activist. She's written three of my very favorite books. They all changed my life. Um, the first one is called First They Killed My Father, and then she wrote Lucky Child, and then Lulu in the Sky. I don't know if you know this movie, but there's a fabulous movie, Marie, called Girl Rising, and she was one of the writers of that movie. It's one of the most powerful movies that ever needs to see about the condition for women and girls in this world. We can all change that and we need to know how and where. Um, so I just want to have the brilliance and resilience of Luong and the fortitude to use my own pain to change the world. Luong is my heroine and you can call me Luong. <laughs> well, you are the version of Luong, Debbie, Debbie Phillips Luong version. Oh, awesome. Well, that really gave me goosebumps. I, mm. How do you spell her name? I see L-U. Yep. It's L-O-U-N-G. And then her last name is U-N-G. 
So Luang Ang. Luang Ang. I'm definitely going to include yep. this one on and our show notes. And it's com. If you go to L-O-U-N-G-U-N-G.com, you will, find, you will find all the information about her. She's phenomenal. She also is a friend of mine, and I'm so proud of the work she does. And you'll be hearing about her now that I mention her because... Um, she is on the cusp of doing some really phenomenal things in the world that everyone will hear about. Absolutely. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear more about her and then watch what she's doing and read about more about her stories and her book. Wow, that's awesome. All right, so I know we can find you on the web, but can you tell our listeners what's the best way that they can connect with you and kind of watch how you grow and succeeding more so that they can serve as an example for our own efforts and so we can be more than we are today. Oh, thank you, Marie. This has just been so delightful. It's wonderful to talk to you. And I would just love to invite any woman who's listening, um, who resonated with what we talked about today, just to come to womenonfire.com and join our weekly Spark newsletter. Um, It's free and it keeps you motivated every single week. And then we also have, I would also love to invite anybody who wants more to come uh, become a Women on Fire member. And that all is on the website as well and those benefits keep you motivated and supported every single day absolutely and by the way for our listeners who were not able to jot down all the links and resources that mentioned in the today's past podcast especially if you're driving out there they will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at today's leadingwomen.com all you have to do is to type in the name debbie phillips and you'll have it so for those of you who are driving while listening to this one or were not able to jot those links and those resources that debbie just shared don't worry i'm gonna have them for you on our show notes so debbie thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story and your expertise and most of all for being a role model to many and for today for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today women of the world including me appreciate you and i wish you more success in business and in your life Oh, Marie, you're such a woman on fire, and I can't wait to share today's leading woman with all of my women on fire who are going to be so excited to meet you. Thank you so much. I love being here. It was lots of fun. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.